0: from, we pray this message inspires you to love strong, shine bright, and live free. Good morning, everybody. It's so nice to see you all. Look at all your beautiful faces out there. Just amazing. <laughs> Why don't you just tell somebody how beautiful they are today? Yes. Yeah, come on. <laughs> well, I just, first of all, I had it on my heart this morning during worship that um, I wanted to honor all of the people that make this happen all the people who serve all the families all the awesome sound people and the slide people and the hospitality people all the children's church workers you know who you are you guys are awesome and you guys are amazing and you um, I didn't plan on saying this, but I will anyway. But (laughs) when I first became a Christian and came into the life of our church in Tucson, Arizona, 1999, I really was taught and I really grabbed hold of serving in the house. And so serving is probably one of the, best ways that if you want to grow with God fast, it's to serve because it requires you to think about other people, not yourself. And when you're constantly thinking about somebody else, like, is it Graham? Sorry. Stephen or Steven. Um, He is serving God by serving these little children. And that is such a high calling. Jesus even said, if you want to be great in the kingdom of God, you must be the servant of all. Jesus was the greatest servant we could ever have, and he laid down his life for us. So to encourage you all on an outward note as we go out of the church, <laughs> start serving. Really, I just encourage you to get into it. This was not my main message. It nothing to do with what I'm talking about. So anyway, that's a little, that's a little nugget. <laughs> Let's just get into it. So I wanted to um, call this message this i know god is for me and you really because this is what i know i don't know a whole lot i am still young Woo-hoo. <laughs> so i don't know a whole lot some of you lovely younger in the lord soon to be with him may know a lot more than this than me but i know that god god is for me because of just the experiences i've had with him <laughs> But I wanted to read from you from Psalm 56. This is a, um, a scripture I just just recently discovered. Again, I've read it a few times, but I just love it. I just want to um, start reading. It says, "Be gracious to me, God, for man tramples on me. He fights and oppresses me all day long, My adversaries, which means enemies, trample me all day, for many arrogantly fight against me." Now, as a backstory, this is David. David and Goliath, David. David, who has done lots of awesome stuff in the Bible. If you haven't read about David before, I encourage you to go do that. It's really, really good. Now, he says here in verse 3, When I am afraid. (laughs) How many of you does that immediately make you feel better? This is David, who fought lions, who tackled bears, who faced the giant... Of the Philistines, Goliath, who was like, you know, Bible scholars out there, 10 feet tall, around there, 9, 10 feet tall. That nobody else in Israel wanted to fight when he was 17 years old. I'm looking at you, kids. Come on. In a few years' time, imagine this David when I am afraid. So I just was like, what? That's crazy. Then he says, I will trust in you. So when you're afraid, he he will trust in you. I mean, you, he David will trust in God. (laughs) Let's get that straight. In God, whose word I praise, in God I trust. I will not fear. What? What can man do to me? That's crazy. So in the matter of one verse or two verses, he goes from when I'm afraid, I will trust in you. Something happens in between there. He praises God. And then he trusts. And then that fear goes away. And he actually will not fear. I mean, what can man do to me? So here's the thing. Man is evil. I don't know if you knew that. But if you didn't know that, that's what, that's what it is. It's true. We heard from Stephen this morning that all the evils that man can do to even just little children, just that boils my blood. Man is evil. So here's what evil people want to do to, to David he lists out five things here. (laughs) They twist my words all day long. All their thoughts against me are evil. They stir up strife. They lurk. I love that. That's so funny. They lurk. It's like the the peeping eyes like lurking at you. They watch my steps while they wait to take my life. He had issues. I mean, he had real issues. Like, this is, like, real stuff. People are actually trying to kill him. Like, this is not just all in his head. You know, we got the fear of man. We talk about that. What are people going to do to me? And he's like, actually, people are trying to kill him. Like, literally. And he was actually running away from, um, he was hiding in a city called Gath, um, away from the Philistines, which was which what the giants were, he was from, was the Philistines. So these people are trying to kill him, probably as, you know, retribution for killing their brother, Goliath. And so carrying on in verse, I always think of in that number five, that song, I wish I had the um, technology and the ability to sing this song, but you know that song, I always feel like somebody's watching me. So he had people, like, literally watch spies watching him all the time. <laughs> thank, thank goodness we don't have that. Or maybe you do. But if you do, David can relate to you. <laughs> I know a good therapist that I can Now I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> number, in verse 8, he says, You yourself, so he's talking to God now, have recorded my wanderings. Th- put my tears in your bottle are they not all in your records? I mean, what? He counts every tear. Like I knew he counted all the hairs on her head. I mean, that's pretty crazy. But tears, I mean, tears are like they just, sometimes they just stream all together, and you just, how would you count each tear drop? I mean, he puts them all in a bottle, and then he says to here, "Then my enemies will retreat on the day when I call." And here it is. This I know, God is for me. This is why David could do all those amazing things. He could look at the face of the giant. He could look at the lion who was trying to attack his sheep. He could look at the bear and kill it because he knew that God is for me. And when God is for you, nothing, nothing and nobody can ever hurt you. They cannot hurt you. They can maybe kill your your body, but the Bible says that they cannot kill your soul. And so when you have God on your side, you can do anything. I mean anything. You can move mountains. You can kill lions and bears and giants. So just remember that today. Now he says in here, I love this last part. He says, well, I am oblig- obligated by vows. Oh no, sorry. Am I skipping something? Oh, yeah. This I know God is for me. In God whose word I praise. So here he goes again. Notice he didn't start with when I'm afraid. He started with in God whose word I praise. In the Lord whose word I praise. He says it twice. (laughs) Sometimes we need to praise again. Because the first time, we didn't catch up with that. How many times do you come to God in need and say, God, help me. Yes, I love you. And then it didn't work. And then you still feel bad. You still feel down. Yeah, I do sometimes. That just happens to me sometimes. So I got to do it again. (laughs) Got to go back. In God, I trust. Now I will not fear. Now he doesn't say say fear again. He says, I will not fear. What can man do to me? He knows God's not going to do anything to you. Man's not going to do anything to you. And then he says, I'm obligated by vows to you, God. I will make my thank offering to you, for you delivered me from death, even in my feet from stumbling, to walk before God in the light of life. So cool. He goes from fear, to trust, to praise, to not fearing, to trust again, to praise, to praise, to thank. (laughs) To walk in the light of life. That is the point of this. If you can remember anything, is God is for you. You can walk in the light of life. Now, I have a, a few testimonies I wanted to share about this. Is You know, when I became a Christian and I um, came to know Jesus, and the first thing you think about is, who am I going to marry? I know you all thought it. You know, if you, weren't, if you weren't already married when you came to Jesus. You think it when you're, you're young. And then, you know, the Lord brought, brought me to New Zealand. I needed to be imported, as Jimmy says, to be made in America so he can marry me. And that's just what I had I had to happen. And so I came here, and we got married. It was amazing. And then the real testing came. I mean, there's a whole lot of testing in that. But the real testing came is when we <laughs> wanted to have babies. And as, as we heard this morning, go fruitful and be multiplied. <laughs> Go for it, multiply. We wanted to multiply. Yeah, that was that was exciting to us. And so we got excited to try to start a family, and nothing happened. Another year goes by, nothing happened. Another year goes by, still nothing happened. I sort of suspected something was wrong with me. You know, I won't go into the women issues, but you can think about that later. And it wasn't possible for me to have ch- children, I thought, anyway. So we went to the, you know, doctor and doctor confirmed it. You are not gonna have kids. Jimmy, you are not gonna have kids. It is impossible <laughs> for you to have kids. I love when, when people say it's impossible to me, because that just makes me want to do it even more. Believe God, even more. Yes, it's possible. And so, yeah, that was happening. But then we we got a word from some random person at a Randy Clark conference about healing. I shouldn't say random. We knew who he was. But he didn't know our situation. And he said, God's going to give you a child soon. And six months goes by, still nothing happened. And that's when we got the news from the doctor was you're not going to have kids. So here we had two things. I could choose to live in the fear of we're not going to have kids or not. My sweet husband encouraged me. He said, he goes, that's a joke. We're not going to not have kids. Of course we're going to have kids. You're going to have your kids one day and laugh about how you were told you couldn't have kids. And let me just tell you, I am laughing about that because I can't have kids. And I did have kids. I did have four beautiful kids. And so, well, we went away from that first uh, meeting with the doctor and we prayed, and we prayed for Jimmy especially. And I went home from that meeting with the doctor. (laughs) And (laughs) I remember being so upset. I was so upset for him to look at me in the eye and say, you're not going to have kids. And I remember being like, I want to believe in God. Praise you. I needed to go back and praise again because it did. I cried a lot. And I went into our spare bedroom that was hopefully a future nursery. And I laid on the bed, and I just cried, and I cried, and I cried. And I just knew God was, was taking my tears and listening to my, I, I felt like God spoke to me to read the story of Hannah in the Bible. I won't go into it, but if you don't know what it is, go read it. It's really good. I think it's in Samuel something. <clears throat> Somebody knows where it is. <laughs> Just look up Hannah on Google, and it's in Samuel. And anyway, she couldn't have babies. She went and prayed at the priest's, um, at the temple, and the priest thought she was so crazy, he tried to kick her out. He's like, get away from you, drunk lady. He's like, she's like, I'm not drunk. I want a baby. And so she, he prayed for her and sent her away. And then a year later, she had a baby. And then she, had, she dedicated that baby to God. And that became Samuel, who became the prophet, who anointed David as king. So very cool story. Again, it's all related. And she had five more babies after that. I'm, I'm not hoping. I, I'm, I'm thankful for my four, but Lord, can we just keep it at four? So, I definitely (laughs) can relate to that. Praising God in your pain, in your fear. Now, I love how David says, when I'm afraid, because you know what? You can trust God when you're afraid. It's not an either or. That the trust actually drives out the fear so that you can walk in praise and in the light of life. life. Um, If we can go, here's David's response to the fear of man. You trust in God, his word I praise, I will not fear. And then in the middle there, in verse 9, he says, next slide, please. This I know, God is for me. So if you can remember that. This I know, God is for me. Whatever situation you're in, in God, whose word I praise, double praise, do it twice. In God, I trust, I will not fear. What can man do to me? So I don't know where you are today. I don't know what your situation is. I don't know what mountain you need to climb or giant you need to face. But I'm here to tell you that God is for you. Yes, good. So good. We sang today, I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God because God is for me. And it's just so fitting that the Open Home Foundation was here today. That was so unplanned. That was so cool. That the other word I had is that, you know, that I, he leaves the 99. He leaves the 99 to find the one child. It's just crazy. That there's two children that get turned away. Sorry. Two children that get turned away. Because God is not like that. He is waiting for you. Because you know what? You're the one. 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 You're the one, You're the one that God is waiting for. God is saying, come to me. Come to me, because you're the one, and I will leave everybody else behind for you, because I am for you. I love you. You cannot run away from me. No man can keep you away from me. And so I just want you to know that God is the God of the impossible situations. There's nothing that can hold you back. You just do the last slide really quick, because this is just one of my favorite verses. Oh, that was not the one. But that's a good one too. <laughs> that that one, but with God again. God is for you, and with God, just stay with God, and He will do that. So I just want to pray now, and um, I just, babe, if you can come up and play a little bit. <laughs> I'm married to the coolest guy ever. I've got the inside scoop with the worship. Nah, just jokes. He picked those songs before I, I, I knew what he was going to do. So if you, um, I would, would like you just to all close your eyes. And I want you to take a moment. And I want you to try to connect with God right now. I just want you to listen in your heart. When God speaks to me, and it's really important, he doesn't yell. He's a gentle man. Just like Elijah prayed. And it, it, well, he wasn't in the earthquake, and he wasn't in the storm. He was in the still, small voice of the wind. And the Holy Spirit's like the wind, and he blows, and he, you can feel the effects of the wind on you. Like in the leaves, you can't see the wind, but you can feel the wind, you can hear the wind. And you feel the effects of the wind. So I just want you to close your eyes and hear God what he says to you now. If you don't know Jesus this morning, I want to give you the opportunity to come and meet with him. Because you're the one he's waiting for. He stands at the gate, he watches, and he waits for you. And he's sent people to you in your life. Now, I, I had a few words in my heart that I wanted to, you know, pray over. Um, somebody maybe with a sore ankle. I felt like there was somebody really brokenhearted today. And that in Isaiah 61, that he's come and he's come to bind up the brokenhearted. And then somebody who doesn't see themselves as worthy. Maybe you're here today and you said, I'm just not worthy to receive God's love. Well, let me tell you, nobody's worthy. (laughs) We're all evil and sinful. And Jesus died on the cross while you were unworthy. So you are worthy today. So I want to pray. If you don't know Jesus today, I just want, I want you to just pray in your heart. Jesus, I love you. I give you my life. I know that I need you. I surrender my heart to you today, and I trust in you fully. And I repent or turn away from all the things that I know are wrong. And I ask you to come and live inside my heart. And help me to know you more and intimately like a father and a son in Jesus name and Lord I just pray for everybody else here that does know God I pray that their heart would deepen in their relationship with you and they would know that God is for me he is not against me he is with me I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me I can do all things with God all things are possible and that whatever the situation is that I would trust that they would trust in you and they would just look to you in the name of Jesus Thanks for listening. For more information about Aspire Church, find and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Or check out our website, aspirechurch.org.nz. We'd love to see you on Sundays, 10am, 101 Hardy Street.